Side Hustle Show 310. Here are 10 creative side hustles that make real money. What's up? What's up? Nick Loper here. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show because you have so much to be grateful for. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Our Thanksgiving tradition is a Friendsgiving with some friends we met when we first moved to California. And I think this is year 12. The venues have changed and the families have grown a little bit over that time. But the tradition remains, and it's one of my favorite times of the year. Now, one thing I'm grateful for, outside of all the mushy stuff, is the endless stream of creative business ideas that come across my desk. I'm inspired by all the ways out there there are to make money. Some of these are like, why didn't I think of that? Some are a little off the wall, and some I honestly didn't know that was a real thing. But that's what I want to dive into in today's show a roundup of creative side hustle ideas that people have shared with me over the last couple years. Some of these are six-figure businesses you could literally start tomorrow. And if you have something like this, absolutely send it my way, tag me on Facebook. I love this stuff. Side hustle number one is a flyer distribution business. Remember Brian Winch from episode 266? He had his parking lot litter cleanup business, and he said that was like getting paid to take a walk. Well, the flyer distribution business is like getting paid to take a walk and you don't have to pick up any garbage. This business idea comes from a side hustle show listener in Canada who actually does this to the tune of $75 to $100 an hour and 100 grand a year on the side. He says, quote, my flyer business is very simple. I deliver flyers door to door for businesses, end quote. The funny thing is his business started out as a result of getting a Fitbit, you know, one of those little step tracking devices. And his goal was to get 20,000 steps a day, which is a lot of steps. Depending on how long your legs are, that might be 8 or 10 miles or in kilometers, like 16 kilometers. That's a lot of walking. So he's thinking to himself, wouldn't it be great if I could get paid while I was doing all this walking? And his initial goal was to find someone or some way to make at least $15 an hour while he walked. He told me he found his first customer on Kijiji, which is Canada's equivalent to Craigslist. They agreed to pay him 15 cents a flyer. He delivered 1,000 that first week as a test and wanted to see if he could make at least $15 an hour. And if he could, he would up that to 2,000 flyers the following week. He said he averaged about 200 flyers an hour during his walk, which seems like you either walk really fast or the houses are super close together. But he said, hey, I was making about 25 bucks an hour. And within a month, I was up to 4,000 flyers a week for them. And then that got me to thinking, well, shoot, it wouldn't be any more work to deliver two flyers to each door and I could double my money. So I found a second business who was willing to pay me 15 cents a flyer. And shoot, you know, I could I do three, four, five flyers at the same time to each door. So right now, this reader writes in, I'm dropping four flyers for four separate businesses at each house during my walk, which works out to about $100 an hour. He says, I provide my clients with maps of the areas I'm delivering to using a free app called Map My Walk. It tracks the flyer delivery routes and clients can log in and see the route and the time that I delivered the flyers. He actually sent me a screenshot of this and you can see his path in red, super detailed, like spidering his way through all these neighborhoods. He says, look, there's nothing sexy or glamorous about this side hustle. It's not a four-hour work week. Instead, it's a four-hour work day. So like I said, he's doing a lot of walking, but it pays me to do something I was already going to do. In a sense, he says, I'm getting paid to get my exercise. Now, one way to scale the operation, depending 
on how big the city is in which you're operating would be to hire walkers to do the drops for you. If you've built this to $100 an hour by stacking several clients at once, you've definitely got the margin to hire someone to help out. But of course, that won't get you your 20,000 steps. Now, whether you're distributing flyers or providing some other service to clients, you're going to need a reliable and professional way to get paid. For that, I rely on our sponsor, FreshBooks.com, to help me invoice clients and advertisers. Inside FreshBooks, you'll find invoicing, expense management, proposals, time tracking, and more. All in one place, so you can spend less time on your admin and paperwork, and more time growing your business and serving your customers. Visit freshbooks.com slash side hustle to start your 30-day completely free trial today with no credit card required. That's freshbooks.com slash side hustle and enter the side hustle show in the how did you hear about us section. The second business idea I have to share is moose poop art. You may have seen this one on Facebook and I think someone shared it to the side hustle nation Facebook group, which is where I saw it. But Mary Winchenbach of Maine has been selling homemade art featuring moose turds for over a decade. She says her most popular item is the poo-poo clock, which she explains has turds placed between the numbers to indicate one turdy, two turdy, and so on. The moose poop business has very much been a side hustle for Mary until her story went viral this fall and her Etsy shop exploded with orders. You can check it out at etsy.com slash shop slash turdyworks. And she spells turd with an I, so T-I-R-D-Y works. In fact, it was that rush of viral exposure that led Mary to quit her job last month to pursue Turdy Works full-time. Quote, an opportunity like this comes along once in a lifetime, end quote, she told the Portland Press-Herald. Quote, I've worked my whole life. If I fail at this, I'll find work. I just have to give this a shot, end quote. Not a bad business when your signature raw material is free. So if you haven't seen the news segment with Mary, I'll link that up for you in the show notes at sidehustlenation.com slash 310. I think you'll love her positive spirit. And if she can take literal crap and turn it into dollars, what excuse do we have? Now, you may not have the advantage of moose, mooses, my, meese, moose going to the bathroom in your backyard, but Mary's business illustrates how one thing that may be abundant in your area could be sought after somewhere else. One kind of dystopian example that came across my desk recently was a profile on companies selling bottled fresh air to people living in polluted cities. That one's kind of sad to think about, but it reminded me of another example of a business with free inventory, and that's creative side hustle number three on this list, tumbleweed sales. Mike Rigby of Utah has been selling tumbleweeds online for the last 10 years and told Fox 13 Salt Lake City the idea came from watching TV. Quote, I'm watching Jay Leno and there was this stuff sold on eBay and one of the things was a tumbleweed. I thought it was a total joke. I couldn't believe why anyone would ever buy one. End quote. Today, Mike and his wife run CuriousCountryCreations.com as a full-time business. Their signature item, the native Utah tumbleweed, which again, free inventory, comes in sizes ranging from baby to ginormous, and prices are up to $75 a piece. He sold products to the movie Transformers and to the designer Ralph Lauren. You never know what there's going to be demand for, but I thought it was pretty creative to profit from a local weed, essentially. I'm trying to think what the local equivalent here might be. We do have tumbleweeds sometimes, so maybe maybe grapevines from, if you get them discarded from a local winery. I saw, I saw pine cones for sale at the grocery store this week. But I think the point of both 
Mike's business and Mary's moose turd business is to use what you have. Another example of entrepreneurs using what they have in a unique way is through the baby gear rental site, babyquip.com. And this is creative side hustle number four. Now we've been of the mindset of let's get rid of this baby stuff as soon as we can. Let's get it out of the house as soon as we're done with it. Sell it, give it away, pass it along to the next set of friends having kids. I don't care, just get it out of the house. Babyquip presents a compelling alternative to that strategy. And that's no, let's keep it around and rent it out to traveling families or grandparents who live in town and need a crib and a stroller for a few days. It's an interesting option because as I can attest, lugging all the baby baggage through an airport isn't always an awesome experience. Even though we travel pretty light most of the time, it's still like, there's a lot of stuff to carry. So the average baby quip quality provider, that's the person who's renting out the stuff, makes $650 a month part-time. And this is a company that's been on my radar for the past couple years, formerly known as Baby Airs, like Baby Plus Concierge. But like any two-sided marketplace, I was kind of waiting to see what kind of traction they could get. But BabyQuip is now operating in more than 200 markets in North America. They've got hundreds and hundreds of customer reviews. The providers I see having the most success on the platform are those who live where families are traveling, which I guess is pretty much everywhere. But one example the company sent me was a provider up at Lake Tahoe. He's got cribs, strollers, hiking backpacks, toys, beach chairs, all sorts of stuff in glowing customer reviews. Just about everything is priced between $10 and $30 a day with discounts for longer-term rentals. And as a provider, you can also charge for delivery and setup. As a parent, you've already bought this stuff. Maybe your kids have outgrown it, or maybe they're about to. If you have the storage, this might be an interesting gig to test out to see if you can turn those items from expenses, especially if there's are there already sunk costs, into profit centers and help some other families in the process. So that was idea number four, renting some underutilized assets that you may own. But one creative way I've seen people doing this on a larger scale is what I'll call the subleasing Airbnb side hustle. That's creative side hustle number five on this list. I'd actually heard of people doing this with cars on the peer-to-peer car rental site, Turo.com, T-U-R-O.com, like a lease an SUV and rent it out on Turo and profit on the spread. But I came across an article on dumbpassiveincome.com where the guest author described his low-risk, low-overhead Airbnb model. The basic process was to do a lot of research upfront on which properties were consistently booked on Airbnb and consistently booked for high dollar amounts, and then comparing those to the active traditional rental listings. Then the author of this post, Mike Zave, X-A-V-E, would approach the landlord being upfront about his intentions to sublease the property on Airbnb and negotiate a standard 12-month lease. And for certain landlords, that's a fit. Look, if the rent check cashes and you're going to maintain the property, I don't care. But for Mike, that meant not needing a 20% down payment. So he was able to get into the game much more affordably and with much less risk. Then he studied the best performing listings and set out to match those on Airbnb in terms of their pictures, in terms of their descriptions. So he described that a home that might rent long-term for $2,000 a month, if he did the research right, could command up to $6,000 a month on the short-term market on Airbnb. And of course, more work required and maintenance and cleaning and all that job. But you know, with that kind of spread, after just three months, Mike was able to quit his job and live off that cash flow and grow the business. 
So I'll link up that post at dumbpassiveincome.com in the show notes for this episode at sidehustlenation.com slash 310. And of course, there's the sales pitch to buy the guy's course to learn all his secrets. But in any case, I thought it was a creative workaround to getting started in real estate, even if you don't have the tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars to spend on it at your disposal. Creative business idea number six is snuggling. For Sam Varnerin of Boston, snuggling has turned into a serious business. She told Student Loan Hero, quote, I work around 18 hours a week, charging between $80 and $100 an hour, and make between three dollars and $4,000 a month, end quote. Sam actually first heard of the business through Side Hustle Show guest Jason Zook and thought it was a joke when she found out it was a real thing and that people paid real money for it, like therapy. She thought she'd be good at it and it would be a good way to pay off debt. So Sam started working part-time through the snugglebuddies.com agency, which allowed her to earn $40 an hour on her own schedule. She eventually created her own website, snugglewithsam.com, to pursue the business full-time. That's nuts. So if you want to learn more about the snuggling business, what it's really like, I encourage you to check out snugglewithsam.com and hit the Become a Snuggler button to learn firsthand how this might go down. Have you tried this? Like, would you try this? Let me know in the comments at sidehustlenation.com slash 310. Creative business idea number seven comes from another viral video you may have seen, and that's waiting in line. Robert Samuel is the founder of sameoldlinedudes.com. It's a service that will provide someone to wait in line for you in New York. The business started when the iPhone 5S was coming out, and sensing there would be a lot of demand for this new device, Robert posted an ad on Craigslist and offered to wait in line for somebody's phone. According to Elite Daily, he once made $14,000 in one day waiting for iPhones. And now he manages a team of 20 to 30 team members who will help him wait in line for clients. The typical rate is $45 for the first two hours and then 10 bucks for every additional half hour. Per their website, Quote, we are a team of professional line sitters whose primary aim is to reduce your weight for anything this great city has to offer. With over 8 million residents, lines for anything in New York can be long. Add to that over 56 million tourists each year, and you're in for an even longer wait. Whether it's iPhones, the latest Air Jordans, or the hottest Broadway tickets in town, same old line dudes understands your wants and needs and is here to help. End quote. See a need, fill a need. No overhead, no startup costs. I love it. Robert said that most of his customers are tourists who'd rather spend their time seeing the city they came to visit than wait in a line. Makes sense to me. Creative business idea number eight comes from Maury McCoy, a longtime member of the Side Hustle Nation community. Maury's business is pennyportrait.com, where you can buy a poster of Abraham Lincoln and glue different color pennies to it to make a cool looking patriotic piece of art that Maury jokes is worth at least $8.46. As far as where the idea came from, he told me he saw an article about a father and son who created a giant portrait of Abe Lincoln out of pennies. Very meta, right? Their image was huge and used two shades of pennies. So Maury thought that parents and kids might enjoy an art project like this, a craft project like this, but set out to create an improved, smaller version of it. So he got it down to 18 inches by 24 inches, which ended up being 846 pennies. That's where the $8.46 comes from. So Maury said the biggest challenge has been marketing a product that no one is really searching for, but 
I'd say he's figured something out because he sold over 5,000 of these things at 20 bucks a pop. He sells the Honest Abe posters through his website, through Amazon, and now in the gift shops of the U.S. mints across the country. I think that is a super cool partnership. Again, a creative idea that just came from saying, okay, that's interesting. I wonder what I could do with that. How could I pivot that to make it my own thing? As side hustlers and entrepreneurs, I think the more you're exposed to different business ideas, the more you see those opportunities as you walk through life. I mean, that's the whole point of this episode. It's not that I expect you to start selling moose poop art. It's to start seeing all the different angles that are out there. And as those angles start to come into focus, and I'm confident that they will, handling your bookkeeping, your paperwork, and your administrative stuff is a skill that's going to need some attention. Whether you're about to launch your side hustle or if you're already in the thick of it, that's where our sponsor FreshBooks comes in. FreshBooks makes ridiculously easy cloud accounting software designed specifically for side hustlers and freelancers who need to get up to speed in a hurry on the bookkeeping and accounting front. The reason I mentioned getting up to speed in a hurry is because FreshBooks has designed their software so there's pretty much no learning curve. For example, you can create and send polished, professional-looking invoices in about 30 seconds. It takes all of two clicks to set yourself up to receive payments online, and you can snap pictures of receipts with your phone to make managing your expenses about a million times easier. Truthfully, this is only a sliver of what FreshBooks can do to help you master the skill of dealing with your paperwork. I've been a customer for years, and as a Side Hustle Show listener, I want to invite you to claim your unrestricted 30-day free trial at freshbooks.com slash sidehustle. That's freshbooks.com slash sidehustle, and enter the Side Hustle Show in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Did you know that roughly half of Side Hustle Nation hasn't started their side hustle yet? If that's you, I get it. Starting and building a business is tough. It takes more than just an idea. There are tons of moving parts, and it's a bit like trying to assemble your airplane in the middle of takeoff. Thankfully, our sponsor, Taylor Brands, is helping Side Hustle Show listeners make that leap and make it all a lot easier. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, making sure you have everything you need all in one place. Think of it like your behind-the-scenes partner for things like LLC formation, licenses and permits, getting an EIN, setting up your business bank account, bookkeeping and invoicing, insurance, logos, trademark protection, and a lot more. Taylor Brands helps you handle it all seamlessly. And to get you started, Side Hustle Show listeners get 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans when you use our link. That's taylorbrands.com slash side hustle. Taylor Brands, like a tailor for your clothes. T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash side hustle. Start your business journey today with the help of Taylor Brands. Creative side hustle number nine is the funeral crier service. This one was brought to my attention by side hustle show guest Brian Orr inside the Facebook group, sidehustlenation.com slash FB or search SH Nation on Facebook if you're not a member. Brian shared this viral image of a man crying alongside his price list to come mourn at your funeral, starting with normal crying for $50 and going all the way up to crying and actually jumping in the grave for $1,000. I was like, is this guy for real? And it turns out the services offered by the gentleman on Facebook, 100% a joke. But in my research, I found that paid funeral mourners are a real thing. And the tradition dates back thousands of years. 
professional mourner Owen Vaughn of London explained, the gig is very much an acting job. You need to do a full character study in advance. You need to be able to trigger sadness on demand. Can you cry on demand? And you need to be able to play to the expectations of the people who hired you. Are you too sad? Are you sad enough? Families who hire people like Owen, maybe they do it to avoid embarrassingly low attendance at a funeral, or maybe they do it to make the deceased relative seem more important or popular. But in any case, it's his job to assume a fake identity and make everyone else there believe he's someone who truly cared about the deceased. That doesn't sound like an easy gig to me, but according to jobmonkey.com, paid mourners can earn $30 to $120 per funeral. There's even a service in the UK, at least, where you can go to hire grieving actors. That's rentamourner.co.uk. Now, Rent a Mourner is not the only company capitalizing on our mortality and perhaps our insecurities around it, but our 10th and final creative business idea takes a different approach. The We Croak app is a simple smartphone app that reminds users five times a day that they're going to die. This is based on a Bhutanese folk saying that to be a happy person, one must contemplate death five times daily. The app was developed as a side hustle by Hansa Bergwall and Ian Thomas, and based on the number of reviews in the App Store, has sold, and I'm estimating here, tens of thousands of copies at 99 cents a piece. WeCroak also has a Patreon page where people can support the company, and they've started a podcast as well. The concept is similar to the Stoic Memento Mori, Latin for remember you will die or remember death. And the way I interpret Memento Mori is twofold. The first part is productivity and motivation. Remember, you will die, but not yet. So in the meantime, live life to the fullest, take advantage of every moment, every breath, be present, do your best work, matter. Matter now before you can't. The second part is humility. Remember, you will die. Memento Mori. You can't hide from it. You can't outsmart it. You can't life hack your way out of it. It's inevitable and it's universal. Productivity and humility, urgency and presence. Memento Mori. I think that's a good place as any to wrap up this special Thanksgiving episode. I am grateful for you tuning in today and each and every time you put a little Side Hustle show in your earbuds. Notes and links for this episode are at sidehustlenation.com slash 310. Again, happy Thanksgiving if this is a holiday that you celebrate. I hope you're having a fun, safe, relaxing, grateful day. And if not, just use this moment as an excuse to think of something that you're grateful for. That's it for me. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be good to each other. Until next time, let's go out there and make something happen. And I'll catch you in the next edition of the Side Hustle Show. Hustle on. Hustle on. 